When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. The Federal Reserve on Thursday admonished Tanner Winteroff, a former executive at Vision Bank of Iowa, for allegedly falsifying documents, causing the bank to endure major losses. Despite Vision Bank terminating him last year, Winterhoff still managed to get another job at a bank. According to the Fed, Winterhoff falsified documents, including a subordination of, uh, agreement uh, related to loans extended to a customer. The documents at issue were central to subsequent bankruptcy proceedings to which the bank was a party, and the bank ultimately suffered at least $100,000 in losses and legal fees, in part by reason of Winterhoff's conduct, the Fed sent in a... I have a question for you, and now I don't know anything about banking or any of the rest of it, but I got to believe if you're doing that, there are records of you doing that. I would think so, especially <clears throat> if you're misspelling names left and right. Yeah, apparently <laughs> the guy couldn't spell anyone's name correctly, like the owner of the bank. Like when I tried to uh, write a check for Tom, B-E-R-N-A-R-D. Didn't work, yeah. It worked, so. Oh, but, it did uh, work, okay. They said, hey, Close next enough. time will you falsify this better? And I said, no problem. Yes, well, that yeah, that's a very good point. Thank you. Uh, Winteroff consented to the Fed order, uh, Fed order's uh, release and agreed to comply with the Fed. At the same time, he's not required to admit or deny any wrongdoing, but the order, which went into effect on September 26th, prohibits Winteroff from being part of any banking institution, uh, at least their leadership. Um, yeah, I was trying to, trying to look up the name here because I know he spelled the name wrong. He spelled, yeah, he spelled one of his, uh, like, boss's name wrong when he right. was trying to falsify something i read this um yeah i mean be better at being a shitty person is all i'm gonna say i just i still don't understand how he thought he was gonna get away with this i i don't know it always happens right like nobody can just do steal and then just be done stealing like it always ends up or maybe we just don't find out when it doesn't work well. But, like, can people just steal once and then be done? Or will they always keep pushing it and thinking they're going to get away with it? You know, it's funny because I, I was changing, message, changing messages with, a, like, a nationally famous person yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because at the same time that we sent messages back and forth, because we're going to get together and have a little, a little lunch one of these days. But at the same time, we both sent the text message Unless you're looking for money, you do have to do that now. You want to get to know, want to get to know one another. Unless you're looking for money, sounds good to me. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, I, 
people are very touchy about that stuff. And I don't blame them for being touchy about that stuff now because people always want money. And I, I sent back a text when, when, once he texted me that. I said, no, I went through that whole period and discovered very, very quickly that uh, lending someone some money means you'll never see it again. My mom taught me that at such a young age. She Good. said, if you Good lend move. someone money, you better pretend you'll never get that back. It's because true. it's the only way you'll survive. Yeah, he and I did talk about that briefly. It's like, honestly, God, you looking to borrow money? Because get away from me if you are. I, I literally would never do it again. I, I would... Well, you wouldn't at all. I would, yeah. I would have to be in such a dire spot to ask people, and I, and I get it. People, do, you get in that spot, and people do want to pay people back, but life happens, and so, I mean, yeah. But all of them, I know it's rough. I, mean, it's I don't rough. think I ever was paid by back by anyone. I really I mean, don't think anyone, no one's ever paid me back. Yeah, that's true. I used bizarre. to be so hypersensitive about all that stuff when I was an intern. Because I just didn't want it to look weird at all. I remember you would give me like 20 bucks to go buy everybody a coffee order or like probably, you know, whatever. Give me, you'd always give me like a crisp $100 bill to buy everybody McDonald's. And I would give you every penny back with the receipt because I was so, I had known for a long time so many people in this industry were like stealing things. and, And it was just kind of like a whole vibe where I was like, I will not ever be accused of that i remember being so obsessed with any time anyone would give me any money making sure they have their receipt and every penny of their change but that to me seems normal it is normal but i love the fact that he actually in his text message to me said unless you're looking for money then i'm not doing it <laughs> I, I agree one you have to tell people if this is about you asking me for something i will not come i know it is true yeah it's it seems like that's a constant right and like it's with these... non-stop once it starts that is very, very true. Does it feel like a lot of times people ask you to lunch that that's really the motive? A lot of times, yeah. That must be really shitty. I don't like, go to lunch anymore, so unless unless we go through the exchange like we did with this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's got to be, you know, there's a lot of pluses in your life with... Oh, it's, look, I've got a great life. Don't I know, but like, that does suck that you have to go, <laughs> what is the motive? Like, I don't have to ask that. People aren't know that I'm not giving them money. People know I'm not in a place in my life to give them much. But to have to ask what the motive is before you go to lunch with someone, that's not great. You know that many, many years ago, like 20 years ago, I was invited to a, an acquaintance's daughter's wedding. Not really even a friend. Mm-hmm. But that she wanted me to come to her wedding for some reason. I don't know why, blah, 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 and all the rest of it. I'm at, this is why I never, ever, I'll still go to weddings, but I will not go to receptions. I will mm-hmm. not do it. Yeah. Because of this very thing, this will do it. This guy comes up and he goes, right, you're Tom Bernard, aren't you? I said, yeah. yes, sir. How are you doing? So what are you doing here? I said, well, I'm a friend of the, the bride's father. Oh, you're a friend of his? Okay, well, let me ask you a question. How do you get comfortable coming to these things? Because let's be honest with you. What this cost, but 50, 100 grand? Why don't you just pay for it? I'm like, oh what? God. What? He goes, no. hey, you could pay for this. Wouldn't you? Like, what? Where do you come up with this stuff? Yeah, it, You know how often people will just throw out that thing like, well, why doesn't this person just cover it? And it's like, well, in right. what world do you live in? I know. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable with that whole dynamic because I got married later in my life. I was, let's see, I've been 
I got married at what, 32, 33? I can't even remember. Oh, that's nice. I was no, so I mean, drunk that an, night. Yeah, it was just another Friday for Brittany. <laughs> exactly. But like, I mean, really, I didn't want to throw a wedding. That wasn't my jam. We were a little mm. bit older. We didn't need stuff. And so the whole dynamic of it, I was like, I want to do something that there's like a bookmark in our life. But I didn't want to just invite people that feels like they had to give gifts. I didn't even want to have a registry. But my sister's like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a registry, people are going to buy you things anyway. So it might as well be things, you know, whatever. But I literally, I didn't even want to invite people because, Tom, you came to my wedding. We didn't even have food. It was just cupcakes. We did it at Gigi's Playhouse. It was a Mm -hmm. center for Down syndrome that I I love volunteering at. But it wasn't an event that I felt deemed presence or deemed, you know, even like people that take time out of their lives. I felt so, and I know I love going to people's weddings and I love when they make an event. I just, that just, because of some of the things I've been in, I just felt, I don't know, really weird about the whole dynamic where I was at in life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make total sense. Well, as a matter of fact, my, my niece is getting married on Friday and I'm going to the wedding, but I'm not going to the reception. Yeah. I just don't go to receptions because people get really weird when they, you know, they're drinking free alcohol. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. it's like, now I'm going to get really jacked up. Like, well, that's great news. Good for you. The, don't you like to dance? No. Tom, you you can get out on the dance floor, shake a leg, you know, cut a rug. Isn't that I what could the cut a rug, cut yes. A rug? Yeah. I think, oh, uh, what are you doing today, Tom? I'm cutting a rug. I danced so much at Alex's wedding. I was like sweating through my dress. That I had so wedding. much fun dancing at her wedding. And it was like. I haven't been to a lot of weddings where we dance really hard, but that was one of them, and I have a good memory of that for sure. You know what? To this day, Andy is still hurt that Louis Anderson didn't come to his wedding because he came to Alex's wedding, but he yeah. didn't come to, Dan- to Andy's wedding. Was he just not in town? I don't know. He was he was doing that TV show then, uh... so he's like. Pretty special. Yeah, a couple things going on. <laughs> I had a couple of things oh, going ba- on. Oh, when he's doing baskets. Baskets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really so miss I like, Louis. I do, I miss I, I talked do to, too. I talked to Jeff Cesario on the phone uh, a couple of days ago on Saturday. I talked to him because he was told that uh, I wasn't on the air anymore by a couple other radio stations. Oh, no, he's not. He, no, he's not on anymore. Like, oh, yeah, dang. Yeah, so where, was, nice. where was he this last weekend? <clears throat> he was at Acme. What? He was at Acme uh, Friday and Saturday. Yep. And apparently he called someone who used to be on this show and they said, no, I'm not on that show anymore. Didn't bother to pass it along, of course. Because people are such sweethearts, aren't they? Yeah, people are. People are just assholes. I, why? If somebody called me, look, let me put it this way. If I got a call from, God, is there any other comedian still alive other than Cesario? <laughs> yeah, if I got a call from someone, you know, said, hey, Seinfeld wants to come on your show, I would go, hey, that's good for you. Here's their number. Uh, just to have Seinfeld call this number. Why wouldn't you help them? Even right. if they're direct competitors, who cares? Right. But, like, we have a good relationship with Acme. We, what, what about that guy that comes in? Well, now I think it would be different. Yeah, okay. now, we're, yeah now we're going, we're working closely with Acme, and we'll get, yeah. start getting comedians back on. And but I yeah, told to so your point, Tom, though, to have, like, if he reached out to somebody and then they tell them, oh, you don't have a show anymore, it's very petty and weird I to... Know. You know, just because you're getting your ass kicked in the ratings is not my fault. You know what I'm saying? It's not my fault. <clears throat> well, I could tell them one thing they would not like hearing. Stop. Right? Thomas Bernard? No, I'm saying it. Right anyone say it? Yeah. We love drama. This is for all my old buddies over at the old spot. 
I'm having a better year this year than I had last year with you. So, <laughs> see, that's not that's that was tame. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, no. right? No. Oh no, because they thought. I mean, that you know, after all those years, I got nothing leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, whatever, good. Because I knew it. Look, once you're in the business, if you're in the business and you know your position, you can always make money. That's not a problem. Right. So I don't know. It just, but I, li- I, I like informing them that thank you for doing that because I'm better off now than I was when I was there. So thanks. It's, it's true. Sometimes it takes something like that to make a big switch. Like, and you look at it, it's always a negative, right, at first? Yeah, at first, yeah. Uh, when it pushes you to change because otherwise you just keep doing the things you're doing and then you always look back at it and go that's the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, I don't know how many times being fired or yeah. financially mean, having me? to change. You mean me personally? Yeah, or just in general. Every time. Yeah. I always get fired. Um, I've quit a lot. That's why I've you quit You quit a lot. Yeah, you quit me. I do love, I love quitting. I love people going. I love quitting. I do. You want to know what I love? I love when people are like, well, we won't do that. And I go, cool. Bye. Like, I love saying goodbye on good Mm -hmm. notes and being like, oh, you don't want to pay me what I think I'm worth? Not a problem. Bye. Like, it's just so funny when they think that they have the upper hand of like, you, you won't leave. Oh, I know. They do think that stuff. Bitch, I love leaving. I love leaving. <laughs> I got my bag half-packed already. Like, highlight of my week is leaving the situation I don't want to be in anymore. I don't really understand why it is that management at all, I mean, not all levels, but at certain things, uh, management is such a pain in the ass. You have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah. you think you're an expert. How yeah. is it that you were a diner waitress and now you know how to run a morning show? How did you get there so fast? I don't know. I it don't just know. It makes no sense. You have no it idea makes, what the hell you're talking about. The way that people go in companies, too, it really does. It, it, it's not just radio. Like, people get these bosses where you go, how did you get this? But you mm-hmm. are terrible I know. at it's managing true. people. Terrible. And now you're like a director somewhere? Like, how? Well, we had one guy over there who's supposed to be. Well, I didn't have any bosses over there because I didn't work directly for them. I worked as an independent contractor, so I didn't really work for any of them, which I think is the reason they got pissed off at me anyway, because I'm the boss, not my boss. You're everybody else's boss, but you're not my boss. And they yeah. didn't like that. But, I mean, there was, there was one guy who was there supposed to be in programming. He, I don't think, ever listened to anything. He, was, he didn't come to any promotions, didn't go to, like, Nashville. He didn't do any, any promotions in Nashville. Not, he would never show up. It's like, well, yeah. what's your job? Yeah, I don't know. To be a it's massive a, pain in the ass. How do you not support your highest rated show? Well, I don't know. I don't get that. I mean, there I would be either. so many things like that, like at the station where they were working on, uh, we'd be somewhere until Sunday and they would be working on playing, you know, us getting back and mm-hmm. they would have half the morning show coming back at like 1 a.m. And we're I like, know. um, uh, we have to be in the building <laughs> at 4.30. But no, no, you make sure you get home first. Yeah. And, you, you know, you yeah. take care of, you know, your sales yep. people or whatever first. Yep. And you're like, I literally have to be back at the station at in four hours. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, it happens, but it happens in companies all the time. That's what I'm saying. You know, Management across, mm-hmm. across the board is pretty horseshit now. It yeah. really is. People... I, it's funny because what is that? There's a term for it where you keep getting promoted out of your skill set. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's the goal is to keep going up. And all of a sudden you're like, I am, I'm not, a, nobody will admit that they're not equipped to deal with something or right, I should take right. a class in this or whatever. Like, it's just, 
It blows my mind. How about if they had come to me and said, Tom, we, we're going to move you to a different department. You'll be in charge of the ballet class. Yeah, I'd fit right in, wouldn't I? See? Me you doing would... ballet. Think about it. You'd say, what are you know, laughing one, at? two, you're, three, yeah, you're, four. You're, you're, one, two, what is Black three, Swan four. type of? Yeah, Black Swan. Graceful. That's I'll be doing Black Swan. That's exactly right. No, um, I, so, I have a question. Yes. When you would write up your contract for work, would you write up your contract with your lawyer then? Because you had such, like, people don't know this, all this stuff, but you actually owned your voice, which is very rare in radio. Correct. Yeah, it is. So yeah, when, that was all part of it. I owned my voice. I didn't have a boss. I didn't work for anybody. I worked with people, but they would never admit that. They still thought they were my boss. Well, like, for example, if people don't know what owns your voice is, if, if let's say tomorrow I get fired... Um, which is Tomorrow, totally plausible. I it was today. I have to say she got that memo early. But like, there if you, you guys wanted to run promos with my voice, you could absolutely do that. You really? could say, yeah, because I don't own my voice for when I sign something over in Hubbard, I don't have that contract where I say you can't use my voice. You guys could use my anything in legally, really? but like, yeah, but Tom, you it's very rare people actually own their voice. Like when you left a place, they can't run anything with your voice on it. No. Which is wild. Well, yeah, but I mean that that started cuz I was a voiceover guy long before I Well, no, I was in radio first, then yeah. I went to voiceover and learned how to do the business. And then when I came back, I was like, "No, we're not going to do any of that stuff anymore." That's so crazy. Like, Tevin, you don't get, understand. Like, that is just wild for somebody to be able to leave a station and they can't legally, especially with that was their, all of their stuff has mm. your voice in it. <laughs> like, all it of did, it. So it? you won't hear that stuff anymore. No, it's just 30 years worth of content in whatever else that is just now unusable for them. 37 years 37 worth. Years, yep. yeah. yeah, it's true. It's so wild. Like, that is so rare in radio that people that that happens so i definitely think there you'll you're doing you did some stuff that might never happen again because i don't know if most people like somebody like me has that kind of leverage i will tell you what i there's one thing that'll never happen again when i left there last year i had just signed about six months earlier a new eight-year contract eight years of guaranteed money and i yeah. said go ahead keep it i don't care i couldn't and was care that less. Was that a bargaining tool? Did you get something back from that? I got then? nothing. I didn't want anything from those pukes. I hated that company. Really? That was so the you just worst said company I have ever worked for. It's not even close. Because technically, with an eight-year contract, you could show up, turn the mic on, yeah, and just sit there quietly. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you have an eight-year contract, to have it. like all this stuff is so rare in radio. Like it is usually, really it's year-to-year -year tops. I think I hear about is every like three years. Yeah. So it's so wild when you hear all that stuff. Well, they, they think they're a lot smarter than they are. That's the whole problem. And I'm not just singling them out. That no. just happened, happened. I bring them up because it happened directly to me. Yeah. People are incredibly stupid in general about that stuff. They really no, I, are. You're I mean, right. I, I think because well, my husband why. works in corporate America, and it's, it's, it, there's a lot of similar things that happen where you just go, why is this person messing with you? Why is yeah, this, per you know, yeah. so it's, it's very universal. And I know we get a lot of emails about it. I'll check during the break. Then what, you know, people emailing in, but it's, it happens a lot where for people want to rationalize their existence, why mm -hmm. they're a manager. Mm -hmm. So they want to manage and they don't understand that sometimes managing means doing nothing, just staying out of it. I'll close with this. Every person in charge when I left there was somebody that I kicked the shit out of when they were across the street. 
That's not Why a, would you hire a yeah. bunch of people who we slaughtered to run the place? That's not the one you want. I mean, no. could you imagine the resentments no. they have against you? Oh, God. It was unbelievable. Yeah. No, what are you doing? Don't become sneaking in here. Uh-oh. Hey, let's go to break. Ah-ha. <laughs> <laughs> run back. Run back. He's got to run Get your cardio in. I I want you to know something. I want to close with this. I am happier now than I've been in seven, eight years. So I I could sit here and piss and moan and bitch about them, but I'm being very sincere. I I have a much better life than I did for years because I work with people that I like. Uh, Well, and Amy, too. Yeah. Oh, you guys didn't respond to that, huh? I don't want my voice on that audio. uh, (laughs) Yeah, there you go. No, I... Please understand something. I am not bitter at all because I'm doing better here anyway, and I'm happy to be here. This is where I started with Hubbard. So it's it's not, I'm not angry with them. I'm not upset with them. It's just, my God, how can you be so inept to destroy the biggest morning show in America? Think about that. That takes some special talent. Yeah, it feels like it was just a, hey, all I have to do is not mess things up and just let yeah. the morning show continue as yep. is, and we'll all be good and make money, and then you get in the way, and now it ends the way it does. It's all true. If they had kept Pete Frisch where he was, I would have stayed there a lot longer But because I loved working with Pete and for Pete. He's a great guy. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break. But, yeah, please understand, I am not bitter or mad about that at all because, like I said, I'm happier now. I'm doing better now. I love my family. I like like ninety nine percent of my coworkers. I know, I know that I'm your favorite. Just say it. Yes. I'm your favorite. He's my favorite. I forgot. No, it's great. That's the whole thing. Just be careful where you go and what you do, because people right now are weird, as weird as they've ever been. Yeah. I mean, this stuff going on now is like, oh my god, you love harming other people verbally. Why? Yeah. I don't. Why know. do you like I, that so much? I later I know that we have Chris and Bird on next. People have been emailing, but don't worry, Chris and Bird's up here next. But I do have to say there is a story that we put up that was literally somebody asked somebody to move in a movie seat, or in their they were in their like assigned spot mm-hmm. and they're watching a movie, and then attacked them physically because of the situation. Because they were in the wrong seat. Yeah. So we'll get to that after Kristen there, or you can bring it up to Kristen if you want. Uh, we can wait till after, too, because we've got time. Don't tell me how to do it. <laughs> it sickens me. It sickens me. We will be right back. Uh, Kristen Burt will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch-Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel.
Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-783-8055. That's 800-783-8055. 800-783-8055. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at ReputationDefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. Platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Oh, look who got to sleep later today. You I did. I worked out first and then started oh work and then came God. to visit you guys. Oh, my God. What a life you have. I know. It's There's great. No doubt about it. Um, now, since you come on at 20 after now, and we have guests that are booked at 1030, you have the right... Either you want to be on with it or you want to be off. It's up to you. If you want to stay on, we'd love to have you. If you don't want to stay on, it's up to you. Oh, yeah, whatever you guys want. If you're ready to push me no, off, just tell me no, to go. No, 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 no. You have to make the choice. I'm not pushing you anywhere. Um, you know, I'm, not, I'm always game to stay, so. Okay, because. There may uh, be some days I have to leave, though, legitimately. No, no, I understand that. I understand. There's no problem. Kathy Kleiner is her name. She'll be with us in about 10 minutes. Her new book, A Light in the Dark, Surviving More Than Ted Bundy. See, I Ooh. think that would be pretty interesting. That is crazy. My niece moved into the sorority house where Ted Bundy killed all of the girls. Oh, Dang. gosh. Oh, man. With you guys, they never tore it down. Really? That's shocking. Isn't that shocking? I mean, to me, if it happened today, within two weeks after, you know, all the crime scene situation was dealt with in the trial, yeah. they would knock that down and you'd, it'd yep. be a park or something like mm-hmm. that. There's no way. God, no. it's still there. 
it's still there and they stay in the bedroom and live there. Oh, that's God. wild. Yeah, so that yeah. should be pretty interesting. Now, um, very quickly, uh, anything new we should be watching? Because there, there are some things coming on. Catherine and I have been finding new stuff that's really, really good. A lot of stuff, you know, American stuff, British stuff, Australian stuff, you know, things like that. I'll say it again. Te television's never been better because of streaming. Streaming has made television magnificent. It's super interesting in the wake of the writers finally going back to work. Everyone's yeah. just realizing, and I think that we're, it's going to take a couple years before we really, really feel it. I mean, things are going to be delayed, but they're yeah. saying that the streaming bubble has burst. So this is kind of our, the, the reset, the, the start of the new era with everything. And uh, the way we, we, the model of what we were doing is not going to happen anymore. We're going to see less content and celebrities are going to see less of a huge hundred million dollar deal and um unfortunately some of these costs are going to be passed on to us as consumers we are eventually and we're starting to see it in october there's going to be some rate increases on some of the streaming services so it's going to get to a point remember when you were like why is my cable bill three hundred dollars right we're right. going to get there with <clears throat> streaming as well so streaming is going to come become extremely expensive yes and you're going to have to pick and choose again, like, oh, I'm going to do HBO or I'm going to do Netflix all the time. And maybe I come in and out of Apple TV or in and out of Peacock it, because it is going to be just because of the market itself and the way that they were doing business. They've realized it doesn't work. And yeah. it's all going to be around advertising again. Guess oh, what? Yeah. We're just moving oh, yeah. back to fast yep. TV. <laughs> now, my favorite or I think our favorite channel at home is Hulu. We love there are a lot mm -hmm. of good things on Hulu. Uh, that we watch. I don't know how much that even costs per month. I have no idea. I think just a basic package is somewhere <laughs> around seven ninety nine per month. Mm, that's um, and that's bad. with ads. If you get without ads, it, it'll probably be somewhere around $15 per month. Yeah. Just depending on what type of TV you like to consume or your budget. So what will that be now? If it's 15 bucks <laughs> now, how much is it going to be when they take over? Well, it, and it depends because you can get the bundles with ESPN and Disney yeah, Plus. Yep, yeah. So there's going to be multiple tiers. And then do you get it with or without ads? If you get it without ads, that cost is going to start increasing over yeah. the next couple of years. Should, if you're okay with ads, yeah. you might be okay. In general, I, I don't, you know, how long are the ads are going to run? The problem with TV, it got to the point where some of the ad breaks were 10 minutes long, for God's sake. I have Hulu with ads, and I can just tell you that the longest break is about two minutes. Perfect. And oftentimes, no problem. oftentimes a brand will actually buy out the hour and say, right. you watch this one commercial, and then you get the next 45 minutes uninterrupted. It's great. Love it. Yeah, I, Catherine and I really, really like it. It's We watched another, uh, what the hell's the name of that show again? The British show we were watching, they're an hour and a half long. Endeavor? Endeavor, yes, Endeavor, exactly. <laughs> Each episode is an hour and a half long. I think that's hilarious. I want you to throw a party when you get to the very last episode because I want to find out when in time this is. Is it yeah. the end of the year or is it? are we going into 2024? Probably 2027. You know, just keep moving forward. <laughs> the show is really well acted. And I mean, everybody in it is really good. I know there's there's a lot of things, whether you're, you know, waiting for new content or you, you're waiting to catch up. There's never going to be you're never going to be lacking in content. Let's just put it that right, way. Cause there's, right. Even if you want to go back in time and watch old episodes from the 70s and 80s, they're all available to us now, too, through show uh, 
networks like Tubi, Roku has a channel, Pluto. Yeah, I, we, I've got all of those. I better start writing bigger checks, huh? <laughs> it's <clears> going <throat> to happen to all of us. We're not immune to these price increases, unfortunately. Well, everything's about money now. Everything on earth is about, hey, you want the light to change? Well, you got any money? I'll change it sooner. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, whatever. Just go to the grocery store. It's fine. <laughs> oh, going to, I, I, and I'm very serious about this. I do not remember the last time I went to the grocery store and spent under $100. Everything's a hundred bucks now. Mm -hmm. I it always, go I don't as know if anyone's gone in. No. Have you gone into the grocery store to buy like a really small order and then you're like, it's four items and it's 50 bucks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, man. And as Tevin just said, it's, it's, you know, going, going to get more and more, right? Yeah. You see people post online all the time, like, went to the store and got a hundred bucks or spent a hundred dollars and it'll be like five things. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm making tacos today and it cost me a hundred dollars to get everything I needed. <laughs> hundred bucks to make tacos. That's a bit much. But yeah, last night we watched Endeavor for an hour and a half, and then we watched Corner Gas before I went to bed. So we get a little drama, a little murder mystery, and then you get one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. And I still love the fact that Michael Bryant found out that I was watching Corner Gas. So he said, oh, that sounds good. Watched all six seasons in one weekend. Like, good God. He barely got uh, up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, that honest to God is like 110 episodes. And he watched it all in one weekend. Does that guy not sleep? <laughs> Apparently not very well. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's a successful lawyer, and he drives all the time for work, like heads up to Fargo and Duluth for things and yeah, whatever. yep. And then he does, and he meets clients all the time. I'm just like, that guy... He's, a, he's got more hours in a day than a, than the average guy. Let me tell you that. Did you change your outfit again? Me? Yeah. No, I'm wearing no, my no. sweatshirt. Yeah, but you have the hood up. No, that's my hair. Oh, it's your hair back there. I thought the, well, the hood was up again. Hood no, I just have beautiful hood hair. You no, do you have... look like you have a really nice filter, though. I, I don't. She does. I've, no, she does, just, doesn't she? I'm like in a closet. <laughs> it's just I, like it's really like weird lighting. lighting. I was going like to go. soft God. and glowy. It is. Maybe I'm just beautiful, and you, you guys forget cute. that. Yeah. Well, I said to her when the show started this morning, you know, I, I hope you don't mind if I say this, but you look a lot better than you do in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's no, what a... It's a nice lighting. Your lighting is beautiful. I'm, I'm, which, she's not kidding. It looks really nice. I think it's just, like, kind of shitty lighting, so I look good. Like, well, this is, uh, no, I'm going to tell it, Justin after the show to come in here because we're going to make sweet, sweet love in this closet. Well, thanks for bringing <laughs> yeah, that turn up. Turn your webcam off first, though. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. Do me a Just favor. come on to a different sh channel. OnlyFans backslash G-Unit. G-Unit? <laughs> or Gen-Unit. Yep, that's my middle name is Jen, so oh, Gen-Unit. Why unit? That's where Justin like, comes in. Yeah. Oh, that's which also that's, I guess that's a why poor did you say it that way? That's a poor uh, phrase to really word it that way. I apologize. Hey, I'm high fiving people in here again. Uh. <laughs> you knew the show moved to eleven. I told you, if you want to come in ten thirty to eleven thirty, that's fine. I have told you at least five times. Alex, take a seat. Alex, take a seat. I told you last week no, that it was not it was going to be on 11 to 12. And family I, fight. <laughs> well, so once you sit uh -oh. down and join the show. You literally never told me this. I Alex, absolutely did. 
Alex, take a seat and talk about my sex life with everybody. Oh, God. Why me? Well, so just come to the 1030 to 1130. What's the difference? Oh. Hold on. Sorry, I'm, this is my first day. How? There figure it out. Figure there it you out. go. Dad, respectfully, Dad. what the hell? You have not told me this. I did, You did too. not. You yes, did not. I did. You said, it's staying the same. It's staying the same. It's staying the same. You couldn't come the at 10. The morning so show was staying the same. No, you, you told it. me that it was going to be 1130. Why I text messaged Brittany last Monday. I was like, I get to see you every day because you're coming in at after my show. You I have, didn't move it. Okay. Hubbard moved it. I'm what do you sure. want from I'm me? I'm sure. So, what do you mean you're sure? I'm They're sure. the ones who moved so, it. Alex, to catch you up with it, we yeah, were talking about me and me. Justin having sex in this closet. Okay, so great, if you great, just great. want to chime so, in with yeah, anything. Just, just. Well, how big was the closet? <laughs> how big was the closet? Is that what you want to know? Is yeah. that yeah. the real thing? small closet. The it real makes question. other things look bigger. It, yeah, it's yeah. a very small closet. So, yeah, don't. It's yeah. Okay, but I have to defend myself one more time, then we're going to move on. You guys do know that they came to me and said, you know what? We're not going to move the show later in the day. You, okay. They came to me, correct? I, I, I don't care. I'm going to be honest. I, Tom, I believe you. Well, it's Alex, true. Alex, I also believe you. Thank and you. that's how I work both sides. Switzerland. Well, I couldn't have said it any better you myself, Brittany. Worthless. <laughs> worthless and weak, Oh, my gosh. I'm ready to jump out a window. Hey, it's fine. It's not that bad to be on our show. It's, it's not. What's the difference if you're really a half nice. hour? Are you are you not going to be here, Brittany? Oh, I will. Just to, I think Mondays I might be here, depending on the day. But um, okay. I'll be there on Wednesday. And if you come and the door's Good, locked, just go back home. You. Yeah, we can we can hang out and so we can both attack your dad together. Good. I told my dad today. I was like, or my dad. I told Dan today. I was like, I get to see Brittany. That's so exciting. Wah wah. Well, you wah, can see wah. your. Oh, you don't have a monitor. Oh, I do. You. I do. Yeah, oh my she, God. I was going to say, you got a monitor. Sorry, so you I'm going to show some skin. This Will is, the, this is the third yes. change I wasn't told about, and then it changed. Well, that again. would be uh, the Hubbards. That's not me. Well, Hubbards don't tell. I don't talk to the Hubbards. Well, ever. I didn't change I it. They either. did. I Nobody talks either. to me. Okay. So just decide if you want to be here from 1030 to 1130 or 1030 to, to noon. It's I, up to I you. have my other job. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why we set it up. There you go. So we're good to go. Why me? I'm thinking the same thing, Dad. What? I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, why us? Why it's true. Me? This is all Dan and Amy's fault. I'm here to tell you. But that'll be good when you come in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 1030 to 1130. That'll be great. You get to be on this show and the other one. Okay. I yeah. also have to finish doing my makeup on while I'm here, so <laughs> don't mind me. You're just the bridge that. Why me is right. You're you're the bridge that connects both shows, Alex. We need you. That's me. That's you. The That's old me. bridge. The old, the old bridge. That's what everybody bridge. calls me. What is happening? Are you doing, honest to God? Why me? Yeah. This whole show is devolved into total chaos. I know. Uh, That's it. Well, this is That's what happens show. when one of the people isn't informed on what's going on. Well, it's chaos. You were, and I'm nope, telling you, I, was not I guarantee you, you nope, were. Nope. You told me that it was moving to this time three times ago, and then it changed three more times. But then. that guys, was not me. In 10 minutes, you have a break. We have a break in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes, you guys go hard about this. Can okay, I get a got... break for 10 years? Yep. Yeah, I'm going home right now. <laughs> I'd That'll prefer that. I'd prefer Not a problem. <laughs> All right. We have a guest. Is our guest ready to go? Uh, they are not. Well, they're not, they not called in. in, so I'm. I don't know if we. Uh, oh yeah, that's not looking good if they no. haven't called in by now. They they were listening to the show on their app. Yeah, they're they're like, I'm not calling in into that. that. That jackass. 
I they got two people in a closet. They got a father and daughter arguing. Yeah, honest to God. You're welcome. That's my family, though. You know. Oh, there's Alex. Oh, she's on the screen with us. She's so cute. So uh, now, so everybody the, thinks I have a filter on Alex, so go ahead and just oh, do yeah. that. Did you put Vaseline on your? I'll put hand sanitizer. <laughs> just smear oh, Vaseline the on the Barbara Streisand lens. The Barbara Streisand lens. Yeah. Well, my mom always turns this ring light on, and then I look as pale as pale can be. Yeah. So. I once turned a ring light on Tevin, and everyone called me racist for the remainder of the show. Yeah, well, way to go. Great. Well, it's because she said nobody can see you because of your black skin. and then, That's definitely not how yeah. it went. Yeah, I no said, hey, you're kind of in a dark corner, and I turned it on, and I was like, I know I'm going to get shit for this just because I want him to look good. Oh, God. <sighs> Why? Boy, oh, boy. Why is all I'm saying. What a journey. Oh, is it a journey now? Is that what it is? Yeah. No, I love the fact that this show is going to be on from 8 in the morning. I get to sleep another hour, which I'm very happy about. Uh, from 8 to noon. It's going to be all four hours. going to be right back to back to back to back. So that's good, right? Yeah. Oh, that no is way, good. No yeah. Sleep okay. is good. All right, back to Kristen Burt. Now that Alex is here, Alex, you can ask your question. <laughs> Welcome, Alex. Thank you. <clears throat> so, so happy to be here. We were just talking about... Um, we're talking about uh, streaming television, how it's going to cost a lot more. Kristen, you were just talking about that. Yeah, the change in direction. And, you know, something kind of interesting that has come up today a couple of times. So we still know that the actors are on strike. They are going back to negotiations today with the AMPTP. But in light of all of this, because we know that AI is one of the hot topics, Tom Hanks has come forward and said, if you see me in a dental commercial, that is AI. Mm -hmm. It is not endorsed by me. Someone just went and did really? this. Really? Uh, yes. Who said that? Tom Hanks. Oh, like, I mean, God. I guess if you're going to have someone promote your dental business, oh. go big or go home, right? Um, also, Zelda Williams, who is the daughter of the late comedian Robin Williams, mm -hmm. also came out on her Instagram story and said, it has been the most painful thing to see people utilize my father's voice via AI over the past few years. And she's like, I just want to say like, this is why it is so important to have these AI protections because we're haunted by my dad's voice in ads because people are actually utilizing the technology mm -hmm. to have him promote and they're not benefiting off of it. They're not like approaching the estate and saying, hey, can we use your dad's voice for mm -hmm. this commercial? So how long is it gonna be before there's lawsuits and people being sued for using AI? to do these It's things. already happening with book authors because authors' books are being utilized to create language and understand people's styles. And I know that there's a whole collection of well-known authors that have started to do um, AI lawsuits. Sarah Silverman has a lawsuit as well based off of her um, book, her memoir. Um, so we're going to see a lot of this because I'm sure Tom Hanks is going to go after this and I'm sure the Williams estate will also do that. God, it's just a. I cannot believe you can use somebody like Tom Hanks's voice, and he gets nothing for that. That's amazing. Not only his voice, his <clears throat> likeness. That's it's, horrible. They're using his face and everything, but it's kind of like a weird sort of computer-generated version of him. It's creepy. I really, honest to God, can't believe they can do that. You just stole a human being's image and voice. 
Well, and the problem is, you really think about this. They can take any of us and say that we endorse something that, you know, you may not believe in at all or would never want to endorse outside of the financial aspect of it. Mm -hmm. They can manipulate our voices and our likenesses to say whatever it is, anything inflammatory. No, I, like, that happened to me literally like 25 years ago. I cut a commercial, heard the commercial a couple weeks later, and there's a line in it that I say that I never said. They put it through a Moog synthesizer, and I don't know how they did it all the way back then, but that was, all, 20, all, I would say at least 25 years ago, they made up a line that I said that I never actually said. And that, that and was a little scary. And if they could do scary. that then, think of what they could do to you oh, now. Oh, I know. Oh, forget That's about it. That's a frightening thing. We all might just disappear as humans and would just be images from now on. That's about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, it is, it's very, very unsettling that they can use your image and your voice and everything else, and they don't have to pay you for it either. Right. And, and I want people to understand, because I know sometimes <clears throat> people are like, oh, this is Hollywood. We don't care. Blah, blah, blah. This AI situation is across the board, across every industry. It's an issue. So mm -hmm. just everyone should be paying attention to the writers got a good deal with AI. Now we need the actors to as well, because eventually we need protections across across the board. Well, yeah. How did this get this far without anybody stepping in going, wait a minute, this is wrong? You know, I always feel like even Hollywood, which prides itself on being, you know, a step ahead with technology. Mm -hmm. Honestly, they've always been a step behind, whether it's been streaming and making protections and having deals back in the day when, you know, VHS was a thing. All of a sudden it turned to DVD. It's really been a challenge. And unless Hollywood is like deeply entrenched and in tech in Silicon Valley, they're already five steps ahead of us. We don't even know what they're working on right mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I don't know. That's, there's an, an attorney somewhere out there that said, hey, we can pull this off and just don't tell them about it at first. They had to have hidden that information at first, I would think. I would think so. And I think there's some in the legal community that are thinking this is going to be a bonanza for us when it comes to lawsuits in the next decade. So they, they don't push the protections as much because they know that they can go and fight it in court and make a lot of money. God, I just at all. Everything is about money. That's all that matters anymore. We disgusting. come full circle back to that. <laughs> Seriously, everything is about money. No matter, I, if I have to steal your image, I have to steal your voice. If I can make money, that's okay. It's not okay. No, and you see it in the music industry too. Oh, where yeah. Like <clears throat> artists will be like, hey, I did not release a new song. This was somebody that just took AI, said, hey, Jesus. I want to make a Drake song, and here you go. <clears throat> I'm a member of the Beatles now, did I tell you? Are you the sixth Beatle? Uh, yes, I'm the sixth Beatle, because there already was a fifth. Yep. Yeah, I, I just, honest to God, I am kind of surprised to tell you the truth that somebody hasn't come out with an AI band of all the dead, the two dead Beatles and a dead Rolling Stone. I mean, honest to God. They've done some of that with, um, was it the holograms and stuff? You yeah. know, they do yep. it with like Nat King Cole. They've done it with Whitney Houston. Tupac. So, Tupac, yeah. You believe they just arrested the guy that killed him? Yeah, I saw that article. <laughs> what the hell? 27 years 27 later. Years. And they arrested him because he was telling people that he's the one that did it. Is that correct? 
Yeah, and he just had his big mouth got him in trouble. Like, and I think for him, it was probably like this big calling card of like, I'm the guy that shot Tupac. Mm-hmm. Nobody arrested me, so I get the bragging rights on it. Really? <laughs> I that makes no sense to me. But what the hell? You just uh, honest to God, it makes no sense. No, but I think we're gonna get some good documentaries out of it. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, revisit and actually it was a really fascinating time in music in the 90s like the east coast west coast rap rivalry so i have a feeling netflix will probably be jumping all over this and ordering a docu-series probably within the next week on this and didn't it turn out that the guy who killed tupac he killed him because tupac got in an argument and insulted his son or his brother or something I don't even, you know, initially, because this was the second hit out on Oh, Tupac. yeah, yeah. If you remember, yep. it might have been about a year or two earlier, he was um, shot in New York City. And so there was always, he was always running for his life, honestly. And Suge Knight at the time, too, mm-hmm. was really fueling the rivalry between the East Coast and West Coast. So some of the hit was also out on Suge. Um, so it's, but it's a really fascinating tale of, like, how this all played out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is really, really weird. But 27 years later, they finally nailed the guy. Just when you think you're like scot-free, guess what? <laughs> you ran your mouth. And he would have never been caught had he shut up. That's right. right? No. Just died with the secret. Why would you do that? People are not bright. They, like, <laughs> there's no statute of limitations on murder. Like, And I get it, like, if you got away with a crime like it might it feels cool you've probably felt invincible like yeah i murdered this guy and it's probably one of the most infamous cases in history as far as in like the music industry and yeah so you feel like you get away with it and tell anybody but you it will definitely come back up and uh, catch up with you yeah you would think so uh i gotta check in on this do you watch any football yesterday you mean the taylor swift game yes the taylor swift game that's (laughs) exactly what i'm talking about So you actually did watch it. I watched the Taylor Swift highlights, yes. As expected, Taylor Swift was in the box at MetLife uh, Stadium to watch Travis Kels. Is it Kels or Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey. It is Kelsey, okay. And the Chiefs take on the New York Jets. This time she brought a posse with her, of course she did, including Sophie Turner, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, actress Sabrina Carpenter, the Taylor's brother Austin, uh, Taylor also rubbed shoulders with Donna Kelsey, Travis's mom, and Brittany Mahomes, Patrick's wife. The Chiefs barely held on to win, and Kelsey didn't have his best game. That might have something to do with Taylor uh, weakening his legs. Oh, really? Weaken his legs? So uh, well, well, I believe he, <laughs> I believe he was spotted coming out of her place at like 11 a.m. or something the day of the oh, game. Oh. In the Aren't afternoon. they supposed to stay at a hotel the night before? That's what I was yes. curious about. Yeah. I thought they had proof that he went in the afternoon. And the fact that we even know this is so weird. Like, the fact that we know where he was at and why he was there. Right. Um, the fact that I'm paying attention to football is astonishing. <laughs> uh, me and Gogo were watching the pregame. And, oh my like, gosh. luckily enough, the NFL correspondents every break talked about Taylor Swift. Otherwise, it would have been super boring because they kept talking about this football game. <laughs> Oh, it it so he Travis Kelsey and his brother have a podcast, and on one of the episodes, they had like all the Swifties send in questions, and oh, it was yeah. like they're answering the most rudimentary questions about football, oh, like what is a first down? What oh, is oh god? <laughs> that would be me. I'm like, what does first and ten mean? <laughs> 
Uh, we, we, we did start watching the game, me and Gogo, but we ended up, they kept playing the Welcome to New York trailer for the game, which oh, is like yeah. a Taylor Swift song yep. for, you know, the Jets. And all it made me want to do is listen to Taylor Swift. So we ended up turning the game off and just jamming out really hard to Welcome to New York. Um, Welcome to New York. It's such a vibe. It's such a vibe. And so I'm really glad Taylor Swift's plus one and his BFF won the game. Uh, good for them. Good job, That's guys. Yep. By the way, speaking of Donna Kelsey... Her hobnobbing with Taylor last week led to a funny meme. Early in the day, she was in Philly to watch her other son, Jason Kelsey, and the Eagles beat the Washington Commanders. She was spotted sitting next to Jake from State Farm, and now people are saying she must be dating him. <laughs> I would actually go for that. Come on, that would be like the dating couple, like the power couple of the year. Isn't he about <laughs> 30 years younger than her, though? That's okay. That's fine. Oh, yeah, true. Don't we love worry that about for it. her. Um, it was pretty cute because the, she was taking selfies with him as if he was Taylor Swift, which, like, honestly, <laughs> Jake from State Farm, also iconic. So good job. So iconic. Yeah. It's another icon. Okay. A lot yeah. of icons going on. There's no question yeah. about it. So this is all pretty well. So she, these kids are getting along, huh? This is not just a fake deal? I don't know. It's, but you know what? I don't care. Yeah, like, there's I'm still a- some speculation that it might be. Just fake. Set up yeah. that it's There's a fake been a deal. lot of like PR um, talk about it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Everyone's benefiting from it. The NFL, Taylor Swift, the fans. It's fun and harmless. I do think, though, that the NFL is really showcasing some uh, toxic masculinity in aspects because they are acting like a jealous best friend. Being oh, like, oh, yeah. Travis yep. Kelsey, we knew him first. We're like, yeah, we didn't care till now. Like, it's just so funny. And then they'll be like, somebody wrote on Twitter, they were like, Oh, if Taylor Swift thinks that she's more important than Brittany Ho or Brittany Mahomes, and it's like nobody said that. Like, calm down. Like the NFL is being super weird about stuff. Like, and Brittany that. Mahomes got brought into Taylor's girl posse over the weekend. She was invited to dinner, and yeah. it's all fine. We're all getting care. along. We don't actually care about the NFL. NFL, like. You're just having a moment. Just sit in it and be happy. But they keep making it clear. They're like, this is, you know, I'm so sick about them going to Taylor Swift for these clips. It's like, sorry that you're popular for two seconds. It's fine. We'll be I done mean, with you. I they're making ratings that were already good, even stronger. Sales from merch is, like, outstanding. Here's the difference between Taylor Swift fans and NFL fans. If somebody showed interest in Taylor Swift, I'd be excited to show them about Taylor Swift. Here's the albums you should listen to. Here's what I like. Come to a concert with me. Great. But NFL be weird, really weird and possessive about it. Like, you know what? I can watch you if I want. And I can also claim that I don't know anything and it's fine. And just be happy. We're here. Like Alex looks real happy to be here right now. Look <laughs> so, at that picture. It's so like, happy. um, Jesus. the happiest I've ever been. Whatever works, that's all I'm saying. All right, well, we better take a break here, and we will talk to Kristen tomorrow at the same time, correct? Yes. Do you think you'll blow off another guest? What about? Are you going to blow off another guest like you did today? I didn't blow up. Yeah, I called her and said, don't show up so that I can have more time. Get off my air time. That's true. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you later. See you tomorrow, everyone. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Wrap it up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, 
Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO, and I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. At Easy Cater, we get it. Ordering food for work means you have to deal with this. Client meeting on Tuesday. Client wants Taco Tuesday. 19 people. Need vegan options. Our budget just got slashed. Meeting is now Monday. What about Mediterranean? Client still wants Taco. Claire has a nut allergy. Gluten-free. Under oh, budget. Flavored sodas. Is there vegan? Tacos for a client meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Welcome to the Continental. From the world of John Wick comes a Peacock original three-part event that takes us back to 1970s New York. The Continental. This institution wields power beyond your imagination. Let's take this house and everything that comes with it. The Continental, from the world of John Wick. Streaming now. And away we go. Only on Peacock. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right, I got to run this by there. There's one guy and two women on the show this morning right now. Right? Mm -hmm. I have to know how on earth this could happen, so I need you to pay attention. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. I always thought an atomic wedgie was as bad as it got, but this sounds worse. A woman in her early 30s is suing Walt Disney World after one of their water slides gave her a wedgie so bad she has to be hospitalized. Dang. How would that happen? I have no idea. Like, what ride is she on that's causing this? Does it say? Uh, Humunga Kawabunga. Oh, it's one of the slides. Yeah. But, I mean... I've got all the same parts, and I don't understand how that would happen. I don't either. I don't get it. Her I'm name confused. is Her name is Emma McGinnis. She was on a 30th birthday trip with her family in 2019. Happened on a slide called Humunga Kawabunga in Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. It's a 214-foot slide with a five-story drop. They usually make you cross your legs to avoid this kind of thing. The lawsuit claims Dizzy didn't make it clear just how important that was. Near the end of the slide, Emma briefly got airborne and hit the pool at the bottom so hard it gave her a life-altering wedgie that damaged her internal organs. Dang. Oh. So it's one of those, like, the water slides where you're not, whatever, where it's like the big drop and it goes, like, pretty much straight down. So I can see how water would 
if you don't cross your legs, it potentially nope. gets up in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, like, water can get in there, you guys. Like, our bodies can handle that, so I don't know what, to the extent... Like, and, like fabric? <laughs> what? And, like, organ damage? Are we talking, like, it wouldn't heal on its own kind of vibe, or what? Well, it says, it sounds like it was mostly a front wedgie situation, and it was bad enough that she needed surgery on her vagina. She needed oh. surgery? Yes. Jesus. It must have not been the wedgie situation of like how far things went up. It must have been the power of the impact would be the pressure. Yeah. 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 Would be. It's true. She wants Disney to be more upfront about the risks and maybe ban certain bathing suits that could be wedgie prone. She's (laughs) seeking at least $50,000 damage to cover her mental and physical anguish, hospital bills, and loss of earnings. She's only going after 50 G's. I thought it'd be a lot higher than that. Yeah, and I don't know that it's like Disney's fault necessarily, but yeah. but like they should pay for her medical bills. I think you they've think got the money. The con- they should just out of the yeah. kindness of their heart. Like that's our bad. Yeah, you're probably right about that. But uh, yeah, I, I I I don't know what the humonga cowabunga. So it's five stories high. Humonga cowabunga. I don't know anything about a humonga cowabunga. I'm not a humonga cowabunga expert, but I would have to say I don't think my front butt is worth fifty thousand. Me personally, your front butt. But fifty G's for your front butt. Not mine. Mine's probably twenty twenty G's tops. One of my favorite things that happened last year at Disney World. We get on the rail train that goes into the coal mine. You know that one goes really fast i don't know but it sounds amazing Mm -hmm. snow white's mine train the seven doors mine train yeah right the the seven doors mine train we get on it and it's whipping around these corners and you're turned sideways when it's doing it and the car just in front of me is dan and sage and we take that first turn just smoked around this turn and i hear this little voice go jesus christ (laughs) i wonder where he got that yeah mom his mother. Yeah. No. Well, ever since I started working with you, that's been something I say, and I forget. People find that super offensive. Like, I forget that. Like, you know how you hang out in different groups? Just to say, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with that? I'll be, like, hanging out with moms, you know? Like, I'm trying to break into that mom world with kids my age, and I'll be like, Jesus Christ! And people will look at me like, did you just say that? And I go, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, I forget that that's, like... Not the one people are looking for. Well, in my neighborhood, it was Jesus effing Christ. So that was uh, much worse. So you're worse. actually... See, that was, see, it looks better to me. Yeah, it could be worse, Alex. You could be saying Jesus effing Christ. He sure <laughs> could. Okay, I'm looking at Humonga Kawabunga right now. Oh, you are? Okay. And it's thoughts? just one of those straight, steep slides yeah. that when you get to the bottom, there's like that long pool that you slide into, right. you know, yep. that's like outside. I mean, it just doesn't seem like it would cause any major problems, but I just don't want to do it. But if your leg was it. open, or legs are open, yeah, yeah. That's if kind you're of just like, a direct shot. If you're spread eagle, I guess you're going to have problems. I don't uh, know. This is the problem I have. Like, I feel like, and sorry, guys, we're going to have to talk about this. Like, I feel like I don't have the kind of crotch that, like, wants to hide. Like, I have the kind of, like, one <laughs> little shift in my swimming suit, you're going to see it all. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, you're going to see it all, okay. And, and so, like, I would avoid this be- for me personally because, like, I'm not trying to show the world where Go-Go came from. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's me personally. I've always avoided these because, like, a swimming suit to me is, like, it's it, it's it's not 
like I need to wear shorts. I need to wear something like something <laughs> about gonna, me. I was gonna say if you're gonna do intense water slides, I feel like you would be like, I'm gonna wear shorts. bike shorts over this or <laughs> running shorts. Over, like, or like yeah. there's gonna one of those be whale training suits. Yes, like yeah, something. But I feel like wearing a bikini down that type of thing, you're just asking for something to go awry. Yeah. And like I watched, I was at um, the Edina uh, public pool, which yes. is amazing. We highly the, recommend. The kids had swimming lessons there this summer. Great place, very affordable. They've got that like uh, simulator uh, where you like surf on that oh, thing. Yeah, I watched to... women straight up get tossed so hard against a wall and become absolutely naked. And, and I'm not, I hey, go for it. But me personally, like the shame that comes about when I'm trying to like put my life back together when I'm mm-hmm. half naked, thrown by a giant wave against the wall, it's not worth the small amount of fun that could be had. So like. I like to assess those things and make the call. And I'm sorry. I'm just going to be a little more protective about my crotch. Well, another person that's also very protective about his crotch, Kostaki Economopoulos. As, as Kostaki's, one should. Oh, Kostaki's already here. Brittany. It's a h- hilarious intro. I, I literally jump on the podcast, and the first sound I hear is, quote, I don't have the kind of crotch that wants to hide. <laughs> That is what she said. What's happening? There's no question about it. Brittany, how do you make your exit now? What are you going to do? Well, I mean, there's nothing I can really beat except, like, I'm going to go make sure both front and back butt have full coverage. So Front and back butt are fully insured. Thank you. You guys have a great rest of the show. I'll be listening. Thank you, my dear. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. Brittany, ladies and gentlemen, leaving.